You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome back to Cozy Room Podcast. My name is Shan, Mama of the Girls. This is Season 9, Episode 10, Teaching Kids to Control Urges. Do you trust that your kids know how to act around company when you're not around? Do you trust that your kids know how to act around their friends at school, at the bus stop, at lunch, or around other adults like teachers or other parents do you do you even teach your kids how to speak up for themselves when they are around other adults that may do things that are disrespectful or do things that um, challenge their integrity or the color of their skin or um, are very like vindictive do your kids respectfully know how to carry themselves through that? Uh, do, do your kids understand how to um, control their anger and aggression where they don't react before they think? That's all about teaching your kids how to control their urges. And I feel like all parents have a responsibility to teach their kids how to control their urges before the situation transpires. And that's what today's episode is about. Thank you for tuning in to Cozy Womb Podcast. Please follow me on Cozy Womb Pod on IG and on Twitter. Till then, let's go ahead and get into the show. Hey, hey, it's Anya Dula, and I am the host of Intercultured with Anya Dula. Intercultured with Anya Dula is a podcast that focuses on motherhood, culture, birth work, and travel. And it's just a place for women to come together to discuss 
our philosophies on motherhood, to discuss our work and birth work, if that's what we do, but mainly to bring women of all different cultures together so that we can talk about how we mother, how we hashtag do motherhood so that we can learn from one another and learn to love each other. That's really what it's all about. I hope you'll join us. Intercultured with Anya Dula podcast is available on all the major podcast stations. I hope you'll join us. Can't wait to connect. Today, more than ever, we have to teach our kids, especially brown skin kids, how to channel their feelings. Um, our kids can have a bad day and things can go from them just being upset or them being sad to them being in handcuffs really quick because the school system is directly um, linked to children ending up in child um, child lockup or juvenile detention centers, which then will lead them into um, jail or prison. It's just linked. A lot of um, states like Florida, Texas, um, there's another state where the uh, detention rate versus um, the kids being suspended due to them being minority or um, black children is very much so higher than any other race of child and it's not because they act completely different it's not because they get angrier it's not because um they're louder it's not because they're more rude they're equally rude but the treatment of the child is different because of the color of their skin um the facts are there the stats are there there's a numerous documentaries on it on how um Elementary schools have a three-strike system where children will get certain strikes during elementary school, middle school, high school, where it stays on their record in some states. And then when they turn 18, and from 18-year-old to 25, I feel like that is like guaranteed they're going to do at least one thing that's stupid. They can end up in jail faster than if it was their first offense. So when it comes to children's behavior and them learning how to um, work through it, we have to start now, parents. We have to start um, with our four-year-olds, our seven-year-olds, our 10-year-olds, our 13-year-olds, especially when they're going through puberty and um, so many things are changing, especially today when so many things are um, so hateful on the television, the the. The shows, the cartoons are very adult-like. Um, the news is very graphic. There are police officers that are, are shown to be good throughout your child's whole um, elementary school teaching, but they're, they're kneeling on black men's necks until they stop breathing. They're um, uh, jump and kicking um, black men who have their hands up at a, at a stop in the back when they're listening to a police officer. They're um, shooting black men who are jogging 
in a uh, neighborhood down in the street in broad daylight and videotaping it and getting charges dropped. They're uh, doing uh, <laughs> the wrong warrants on people's homes, kicking in their doors and shooting before they um, figure out that, oh, we're at the wrong house or there was no reason for us to do a warrant at this house, a no-knock warrant. And all of it is wrong, but your kids are seeing that. And children and people in general, I don't care what age you are, you do not just digest food through your mouth. You digest food through your eyes mentally. You digest food through your ears, through your smell. All of it, anything that you're taking into your body, you're digesting. So what your kids see, what your kids hear, um, especially the music, it's very... Um, I feel like most of today's music for children that they like is either they're dancing to it or they're sad listening to it, trying to figure out how to um, carry themselves through their feelings or their emotions. And some kids don't know how to do it on their own. Some kids figure it out if they're really humble. But I think either way, no matter what type of child you have, no matter what their personality is, as a parent, I owe it to my daughters to teach them how to control their urges. That way, when they go out into the world, they know how to carry themselves in a manner where they won't be... um excluded and chastised and <clears throat> told that they're wrong and um, they're not allowed to be angry. They're not allowed to be upset. They're not allowed to find a problem when there is actually a problem and how to go ahead and respectfully carry themselves in a calm manner, in a humble manner and still find solutions. So one thing um, we need to ask ourselves as parents is, how do you teach your child how to avoid temptation? You talk to them. You explain to them that, hey, if you see $5 on your teacher's desk and nobody's around, your mind is going to fill yourself with guilt and you're going to feel bad every time you pass that teacher's desk if you take that $5 bill and you tell your teacher you don't know. And your teacher is then going to wonder which one of the kids in the classroom took the opportunity to take money off of their desk. And I don't know about you, but I think I'm going to be the type of parent where I'm going to teach and I'm going to allow the examples to happen. So there might be times where I might leave money blatantly on my desk and I want to see if it goes missing or if it stays there. Um... When my nephews may come by my house, they'll leave money on tables. And when they're ready to leave, that money will be sitting there. Because it's about building your child's integrity from a young age. It's about um, building your child's boundaries and respect at a young age. And if they, if they see every opportunity as a opportunity to take and to get, they're going to get themselves in trouble. So teach them how to avoid temptation. I think uh, a good development of faith is needed in order for your child to balance right and wrong. 
So, you don't even have to be the most religious person, but if you are, good. Teach them, okay? If you're not the most religious person, you teach them how to um, think about others. You teach them, you know, ways they would like their treatment to be reciprocated. Would you want someone to do that to you? And if you did do this to someone, could you honestly be mad that someone would do this to you? And once you start building that questioning within them, then they'll start to be the deciding factor within themselves. And that's what you want. Because if they are alone on a street in a neighborhood that they don't know, or alone in a store, and someone is blaming them for something that they blatantly didn't do, they'll understand how to go ahead and carry themselves. Um, I think parents also need to thank their kids when you see them making smart decisions and smart choices and um, calling it out because it does take a lot of effort on kids who are surrounded by kids who are opportunistic and they take whatever they can take and they brag about what they took and they brag about how they didn't have to do the work and they still got it. Um, So it is important to praise your children's your children when they make smart choices and help your kids develop a standard help your kids develop a standard about the way that they carry themselves the way that they speak the way that um their work looks make sure it's neat this is why you need to make sure it's neat make sure your shoes are clean when you leave the house this is why your shoes should be clean make sure when you eat you try to not mess up your shirt this is why you should try to not mess up your shirt um, make sure, you know, when you're done eating, you wash your, you clean your face and you wash your hands. Okay. Like there's a process and there's a reason for everything, but the way that you have a better child in life is when you teach them the reasons behind why you have the standard. Okay. And teach kids balance. Like everything doesn't have to be um gimme gimme everything doesn't have to be what did you get me everything doesn't have to be um but I have nothing to show for it sometimes things are experiences that you keep with you forever and teach your kids how to appreciate an experience versus them actually having something tangible in their hands that they can see that they can play with that they can use to buy things so a good example is my mom likes to write my daughter's letters. And when she writes my daughter's letters, I allow them to write back. And we get the envelope. We um, decorate the envelope. We put the stamp on it. I show them how to um, set up the envelope to mail it out. And we take it to the mailbox. My mom likes to put money in these envelopes sometimes. And I had to tell my mom, I said, you know what? Every time you send a letter, you don't have to put money in it. And I would rather you not put money in it. Because what it does is it blocks the real purpose of the letter. The real purpose of the letter was to develop a connection between my my children and my mom. And as their grandmother, my mom is doing them a disservice to constantly keep putting money in it without telling them that they're, she's putting money in it. So now they're not even looking forward to the letter. They're looking forward to the money. And that's not teaching my daughters that everything doesn't have to be about getting something. Sometimes you have to look at the real purpose behind what you're getting. And what they're getting is a letter with their name on it, 
with details about them, questions about them. And then they will learn to then engage with another person and ask questions about them and think outside of themselves. And um, we have to, again, create a balance, okay? It is nice to have gifts, but it's a bigger, better, warmer feeling to be able to give a gift to someone who cannot give you a gift. So I'm not really um, big on the meaning behind Christmas um, in a Christian sense. Um, It's a paganistic holiday to me, so I don't really get into that. Um, The encyclopedia would tell you about when they feel Jesus or um, the Son of God was born and it was in a warmer climate. It couldn't be December, okay? Um, with that being said, I want to get to a point where around the holiday of what people call it Christmas, Americans call it Christmas, I would like to have some Christmases where we don't sit, get a tree and we have things under it. I would like us to have a Christmas where we just give things to people. We go to, um, the homeless shelter and, um, give out gifts or um, give out clothes or give out uh, feminine products or hygiene products or we feed the homeless. Like I really want my kids to understand what it is to have a yin and yang, um, to give back and also to be able to celebrate a bigger purpose. And the bigger purpose is just people being more compassionate. And that's what I really like about um, holiday time because it's time blocked out to spend around people you actually care about to be more compassionate, to be more giving, to be more loving. Um, so try that. And also we have to try to not respond to temper tantrums, okay? Temper tantrums happen whether your child is around kids or not because your child is trying to see what it is that they can do to get your attention. So when kids are having temper tantrums, talk to them in a regular tone, be direct, and let them know this is not it. And then when they keep trying to do it, you ignore them so they see that they're not getting solutions, what they're doing is not working, and eventually they'll stop, okay? I see it all the time. I see kids do this in public, I see kids act out in front of company. I see kids throw themselves on the ground at camps and daycares. And they're just testing. They're testing the waters. But what we need to do is let them know that that's not it. And that's not going to give you um, a solution that you're looking for. Let your children know that there are consequences to outbursts. Like you're not going to yell at me. You're not going to throw things. You're not going to um, slam my doors and you don't pay bills in here. You're not going to talk back to me. You're not going to have the last say. Like there are there are things that will happen when you're disrespectful. And explain to them what is considered disrespect to you. Again, every parent is different. What you deem as being disrespectful may not be to the next parent. Keep kids um, aware of calming techniques, okay? 
Meaning, if your child is somewhere, playground, school, recess, at that they're upset, teach them how to take a break. Teach them how to ask, can they be excused? Teach them how to get fresh air. Teach them how washing their face will probably calm them down. Um, teach them uh, yoga, stretching, how stretching or holding their hand hands down and uh, allowing their limbs to relax can help them in stressful situations because what the kids need is awareness of outlets that are there, awareness of techniques that may help them uh, process their feelings, process their hurt, their disappointment, their anger. I remember as a kid doing um, math work and chemistry and uh, getting really upset and to the point where my throat felt heavy and my my chest was like just heavy because there was nothing that anybody was doing to me that made me want to cry. But I was filling my body up in disappointment within myself. I was filling my body up in um, um, anger with myself because I didn't understand why what was being taught clicked for other kids faster than it clicked for me. I didn't understand why I was taking my notes, that why I was reading and doing the practice and I still wasn't getting the concept. And it took until I was in my 20s to research and discover other tech teaching techniques and ways to do math to get to the right answer. And that is something that parents don't explore enough, teachers don't explore enough, and um, other children don't explore enough because... The the person in your class next to you may be able to get to the answer the way that this teacher is teaching them, but all children's minds aren't the same. So my mind being that it was slightly different, I had to find a different technique of getting to the answer, and that was the puzzle piece that I was missing. So sometimes kids may get angry out of frustration. Kids may get sad out of frustration. Um, there's a child in the classroom. There's a child at home trying to do homework, crying, not because somebody hurt them, crying because they're disappointed, disappointed within themselves and they don't know how to um, process. I am disappointed. I feel this because I can't do it. I don't know why I can't do it. I don't know why I don't understand. I could not tell you that was the reason as a child. I could not tell you that was the reason in middle school. I could not tell you that was the reason in high school in the right manner where um, it was understood to like teachers and my mom. I just knew I didn't get it the way it was being taught. So um, please teach your kids the techniques, techniques in learning, the techniques in calming themselves. Also, teach your kids to think about pros and cons before they act, okay? And that would require you to also think about pros and cons before you act. 
you know, they have to think about the back backlash of throwing something, the backlash of fighting, the backlash of slamming the door, slamming books, throwing books, um, talking back, using uh, bad verbiage. Teach your kids how to think about what they say before they say it. Also teach your kids when to speak and when to be quiet. Okay? That has um, taken lives before in the past. That has saved lives before in the past. Because these kids, are they're constantly thinking. They're constantly ingesting everything that they're seeing. Okay? And just because you don't talk like that or you don't do certain things doesn't mean they won't come home with those mannerisms because they're not with you 24-7 of every day of every week. They're being exposed to kids that might not be taught properly. They're being exposed to kids that might not um, have the best parents at home, that might not have the proper boundaries that children need, that they crave, okay? A lot of kids are out here craving boundaries, craving um, someone to care about them enough to discipline them so they can grow in the right way. And some parents out here don't do it. Some parents out here don't want to discipline. Some parents out here just want to be the fun parent and have a good time. And then you just end up having a kid that's super confused about what's going on. We have to be better. We have to be better than that. Explain to your children what self-control is. And help them process solutions over speaking up problems. Problems are easily talked about because they're already there. It's done with. It. This is the problem. The what's not there automatically is a solution. Teach your kids how to process a solution. And I feel like all of these things that I talked about <clears throat> would be a great way to teach your kids to control their urges. That way the world doesn't discipline them. And we all know when the world disciplines your kids, it's not in their best interest now. It's not in their best interest in their future. And they will always hold it over to your child's head. Even when they shoot and they kill your children in the street, they dig up everything negative that your children have ever done to um, put dirt on their name, make their death feel justified make their death feel um, feel like it's able to be shrugged at, that it's not a big deal because we got this one bad kid off the street. We got this one bad kid out your neighborhood. Listen, we have to do better as parents. We owe it to our children to do better as parents. We owe it to ourselves to be better parents than our parents. Just be better and teach your kids how to control their urges. Thank you. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, thank you. I appreciate it. You can also find cool, cute, cozy womb gear on the cozy womb shop. It's on Teespring. Teespring.com slash stores slash cozy dash womb dash shop. And you'll find hoodies, t-shirts, um, what do you call those? Fanny packs, um, mugs. Everything um, that I want to give all of my listeners and my supporters during the show 
is on there for you guys to purchase, okay? I appreciate every penny because every penny does go towards helping my family, especially during a pandemic where I physically can't be out of my house during the week uh, because my children have virtual school. So if you want to support Cozy Moon Podcast, you can support through you getting a little something something and also I getting a little something something on the backside. So thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting Cozy Moon Podcast and thank you for supporting uh, teespring.com. Peace. Let's- Yay! Bye. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.